everyone. Welcome back to another podcast from Nobody Cares About Dad. This week, as ever, joined by my co-host, AD. How you doing, mate? I'm good, buddy. I'm good. I'm uh, holding the mic tonight. Hold it. Prop it up like that. <laughs> <laughs> Noel Gallagher style. Start giving it sunshine. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. You good? How are you? Yeah. yeah, good. Pretty much recovered from COVID. But apart from that, um, this cough's lagging. But apart from that, it's uh, all good, mate. All good. Did you have COVID? I had COVID, yeah. Did I not tell you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, look, mate, let's, uh, without further ado, let's uh, let's bring this week's guest on. Do you know what? I'm really excited about this one. Um, coming all the way from Jersey, the one and only Jersey, we have YX. YX, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. It's that it's that tone of your voice, man. When you say Jersey, <laughs> did it again. Nah, yeah. I'm, great, I'm great. How are you guys? Thanks for having me. No, thank no. you. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah, appreciate you coming on. And we were just saying, actually, we were we were both due to go on holiday, a long earned holiday. Let me point out, and uh, we'd avoided COVID for two years. And then the Sunday before we go away on the Monday, we both get COVID. <laughs> I just couldn't write it. So, sorry, yeah, I caught COVID and gave it to and you. you. Gave, that makes sense. <laughs> that seems like something that would happen. You know, like it seems like you would get it and then pass it on. It just seems like you know the tone of his voice. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, that was it. It's like gets into trouble. You know, it just gets into trouble. <laughs> yeah. I actually well, caught I actually caught COVID in the beginning uh, for uh, two days, two two or three days, and then my senses came back. All I did was lose my senses, and what was great about it was I wasn't hungry for anything. <laughs> yeah, I was like wasn't eating like crazy. My girl was ordering pizza all the time. I had gained so much weight. And I, forget about what you see now. I used to be a I used to be a sculpture of perfection, <laughs> and and met my girl, and she's Filipina. She doesn't eat. I mean, she could eat. She doesn't gain weight. Yeah. And I don't I and at this point I'm starting to think maybe her organs are a little different because I don't even think she poops in real life. Like I don't think that happens either. But w women don't poo, do they? I, I, don't I know I know mine. I haven't seen her poop yet. No. How long have you been together? Uh it's gonna be a almost two years. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm fourteen with, with mine. Well it's I've known her I've known her nine years. Wow. Yeah, it was the longest simping situation I've ever been in. It was uh, texting back and forth. I would text her, and then three months later, she'd be like, hey, <laughs> shit. And that happened for a good eight years, eight, nine years. And then I remember the year before, the ninth year, I was like, I'm done. I'm, I can't be. This is the longest friend zone I've ever been in. And then one day, she slid in my DM, sent me an eggplant emoji, and it was... That was it. Game over. It was game over. The rest is history. She says it wasn't an eggplant emoji. It doesn't care. It's my story, so I'm stick with that. It's your truth. It's your truth. It's my truth. Yeah. So look, YX. One of the things we always do on this podcast is go right back to the very start. So, what was life like for you growing up? The podcast is called Nobody Cares About Dad, so we're always keen to look think about how that what that relationship was like with people's dads growing up mm. um, what was that dynamic like for you as a, as a youngster you know it's crazy I, I'm, I'm actually happy you guys call the podcast is because nobody really cares about that no like men I, I mean I understand this whole women and men thing I'm keeping a, a buck hundred right now <laughs> no one gives a fuck about the dad all right Valentine's Day 
like I remember I dated someone and I and I bought her like all these gifts, right? And I'm not a dad yet, you know. I have a dog. I'm a dog dad, but you know, like I bought my ex all these gifts for Valentine's Day, and then I was like, hey, uh, and I was waiting for mine, you know. <laughs> and she 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 comes out. She's like comes out in a sexy outfit, and I'm like, but where's my gift? But where's you know, because like my whole thing was like. I should be getting that regardless. Same for you. And if anything, I do more work than you do in the bedroom. You know, I, sure. I I'm hurting my back at sometimes. <laughs> so it's like I, I would. I, I mean, a flower, a card would have went a long way for me. You know, mm-hmm. and growing up with my dad, my dad would wear everything for my mom, and you know, pay the, he kept the lights on. You know, my dad was very like serious guy. Can you give him a beer too? He was like the smartest man in the world and the funniest guy in the world. You know, but. I'm I'm actually like I'm a daddy's boy for sure. Like I love my mom, but I don't know if you guys saw my recent post where I got into a fight with my mom. No, see it. it's not like a real fight. It was like a play fight. Yeah. You know, it's just it was just my payback for all the time she hit me with the chancleta. I don't know if you guys know what a chancleta is. This is a chancleta. This is a chancleta sandal. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, no, but uh, I growing up in Jersey with my dad. I would say like the things that I learned from my dad were more like trade things. Like I learned to work on houses. I learned to work on cars. Um, I learned how to be an honorable man. That was the one thing he always wanted me to make sure I was an honorable man. He would say something like, mira, don't be like me. Okay. Don't be so bad. You know, like, all right. <laughs> you know, so, so I would just, he, but he was, you gotta be honorable. I was like, all right. And, and what, what he was big on was, you know, whatever you say you're going to do, you make sure you do it. Right. So that's why it's not good to 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 get into that conversation when my girl says, "I dare you to." <laughs> you sure you want to do that? Yeah, yeah. But that was my dad. He's he's a cool guy. We still we still talk. He's still always calling me. Hey, Papa, you need money? You need something? <laughs> you need a five dollar? I was like, no, Dad, I don't need. I don't know why he has an accent. He's lived in America. Like, where's he from? it's like so. I'm I'm mixed. I'm Puerto Rican, Asian, and black. Right. So I'm mixed. Like we have a, a if you if you ever seen a family reunion photo, it's like you know, it's like the world nations coming together. Yeah, it's in the UN. <laughs> yeah, it's the UN. It's the United Nations. So, but um, my dad has lived here. He was born in San Sebastián, Puerto Rico, but he's lived in the U.S. his whole life, and I have no idea where this accent is coming from. Is that just I mean, your interpretation of his accent, or is he just? No, this is the real. I could call my dad right now. <laughs> and you hear the accent. Like my dad is like, Papi, everything okay? What's the matter? What is what is he doesn't say what he says, what is the matter? It's like there's a G in there, you know, and it's like <laughs> he says yab instead of job. Like I don't know where he gets that accent from. But um, yeah, no, my dad, I'm gonna tell you right now, the reason I fuck with like this podcast, especially when no one cares about that, because my dad was like the best, you know, like so it was like he did tell me that not to do music though. I'm gonna keep it hundred. He did. Right. He's like, Mira, you know the chances of you becoming famous? It's like one to a billion. And yeah. I, was like, I was on that. I got a chance, Dad. I got a chance. Yeah. But believe right. it or not, I wasn't doing music first. I was actually doing. Um, I was working in 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 mechanical assembly, like fixing machines. I went to school for architecture and electricity. Um. But my biggest fear was always music. So I was like, I want to do something that scares me, you know? Yeah. 
And then I started doing MMA because I just like physical stuff. And then uh, about a couple years ago, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do music. I'm going to just do music. I'm tired of getting hit in the face. I'm going to do some music. Yeah. And, and I always had a knack for it. I just didn't know how serious it was until I met my girl. She pretty much gave me a year to say, hey, take a year off work and just only do this. Wow. And here that we are. Wow. Yeah, that's, I mean, that is a, a strong, a strong woman there. Aggressive. Yeah. Aggressive. You say strong, I say aggressive. She's as strong as I say aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, just, 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 just quickly, actually, on how, how we started this Nobody Cares About Daddy. It was just the, so what you mentioned there about nobody buys you anything. And it was... Yeah. It was. I, I remember it was my. I was at my wife's um, house, my wife's parents' house on Christmas Day a couple of years back, and I was watching my father-in-law open his packet of socks and a packet of licorice, right in a standard dad presence, and he was, you know, pretending to be happy. Like, oh, oh yes, my god, why do we do that as men? And then, and then I look over to my mother-in-law. And she had a mountain of presents, like thousands of pounds spent. And I just remember looking at that and thinking, oh, nobody cares about dad. Yeah, what is this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's so that's where it, that's where it came from. Um, but look, so you, you mentioned the music. You, you you know you start you went for it a couple of years ago. But when did the love for music actually start? When when was the seed planted for that? My so. The people in my life that I have to thank are like my grandfather and some of my uncles and, and my father. My grandfather raised me for about 12 years of my life. Um, my dad had a drinking problem. Even though he was a sweet man when he wasn't drinking, he was amazing. Too much alcohol would like, you know, put him in the wrong place. So my grandfather played the role of my father for a while. Mm -hmm. And he raised me till I was 12. He passed away on my on my 12th birthday. Oh, um, sorry. So no, it's, it's cool. Like he's he's the biggest part of my life. Like I do everything trying to just live up to that man. That man was just an amazing person. So um, he was actually a singer songwriter and a pastor, and he had a, a, a big following. Out, well, before social media, yeah, like a bunch of church groups that just knew his name. But I only knew him as grandpa and, and as a pastor until I saw some VHS tapes. In uh, for those who are watching, I don't know the age group that be watching this, but VHS, VHS tapes are like. These little boxes they have film in them and they show pictures right yeah so <laughs> yeah no our age demographic is actually about 30 to 40. all right so yeah so we're in yeah. the right pocket so so we played and i saw my grandfather on stage with an electric guitar and ray bands this shredding didn't know this part about him so when he passed away i was a, uh, I was a little uh depressed i was a little didn't know what to do with my my life i, I the person that was giving me all this guidance wasn't around. And I was writing poetry and well, I was just writing words down. My mom's like, Papi, this, this, my mom has an accent too. Papi, yeah, <laughs> this looking like a, a song. And I was like, a what a song? <laughs> a what a song, a, a song. It was like, oh, okay, what do you want me to do? He's like, Papi, maybe you should sing it. And I would sing it and I would have these melodies in my head, but I didn't have anything to play melodies. So my mom, um, you know, we, we grew up poor, but I never felt like I was missing anything because, you know, we grew up. Yeah. You know, my father made sure, like, if he had to miss a meal, he didn't care. That was the man mm -hmm. he was. And that's why I care about dads. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. so my my school um, had a piano. So 
I was having, a, I was, so I was getting into a lot of trouble as a kid. I kept getting into fights. So my mom put me in mixed martial arts and that made it worse. Okay. I was just like, <laughs> I'll fight you for 10 bucks right now. You know? So, and so then what I would do is cause I was afraid to go home um, because I had like a, a bruised knuckle or a black eye or something. I would stay at, late at school and the janitors would let me practice on the piano. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. So for, for that whole year, I played the piano and I started playing at a classical level. I still don't know how to read music. And then next thing you know, I, I picked up another six instruments. And I don't know how to read music. And then these poems became songs and I started performing for like the girls in my projects at the time. Girl, you know what I'm doing. It's just singing like that. It's like, oh my God, stop. You know? Like, <laughs> and, and I never thought it could be something that, you know, I would make money off or make a career off of or anything like that. I just like, well, this is a better way of getting attention, you know, mm. from, like from like people and everything. But it, it's it started with that. Um, just people stopped looking at me as like, oh, that's that short guy from the project. No, everyone was like, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's my my nickname is Junie. So well, that's Junie. And yeah, that's how it started. I'm sorry if I forget the question sometimes. Like my brain works too fast for me. <laughs> no, it's fine. Don't worry. Um, you know, obviously, a lot of people know you from from TikTok and your your viral TikTok videos. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what was it that what was it that really made it blow up for you though? What what, what, what was that point? Hold on. Okay, so no, because my girl is these aren't like everyone's like, oh, this is stage. I don't care what you. If it was stage, I would do more videos. But mm-hmm. if you look at my videos, there's very few. I I'm not trying to go missing. You know, <laughs> I, I I'm not trying to. You know, oh, I'll have no fury like a woman's sport. Yeah. I, I know, I have control. But I think it's okay for my girlfriend to not have control because she's like a buck ten. Like, what is she gonna do? Like, but <laughs> you know, you don't need to be too heavy to take a knife and something like that. So it's like I'm always cautious of that stuff because I do push buttons. But what happened was I was doing jokes about our relationship way before TikTok. You know, I was just I mean, I don't know how graphic we can get on this, but Yeah, for your boots. Yes. So <laughs> we had sex. You see, I told you. <laughs> we had sex and it was like you know it was like we're young we're, we're in love it's the beginning of the relationship so we're going crazy we're doing some extra stuff we're doing things that i feel like this is borderline illegal you know like a person is not supposed to fold like this you know so i make a joke i ask her for some ice from my my nuts <laughs> i'm sorry i don't know my girl's gonna kill me for this. she's gonna kill me for this but so i i you know i'm using the ice i'm sitting down i grab my my ukulele and um and i start singing uh about ice in my balls and she starts laughing hysterically because i i literally made this beautiful song it was romantic but funny and and I, those were always things I would do to make her happy, right? When she had a bad day, I would just send her a little thing. But then one day we got into an argument over an apple pie. I told her, don't eat that. That, that apple pie looks very suspicious, you know? <laughs> like that apple pie doesn't look like the other apple pies. This one looks like it's been around the block. It has seen some things, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and she's like, I don't care. I want it. And she ate it. And we're and now she's in the car. She's like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" And I'm and I'm telling her, you know. And then she's mad at me, and we're going back and forth. 
And then I, and instead of me arguing, I, I, I get my revenge. I, I get, I get even, I don't get revenge. I get even. Right. So perfect time. She's in the bathroom blowing it up. Perfect time to make a video. Right. Yeah. The first time yeah. I'm on TikTok, like I haven't really been on TikTok like that. I I start singing "Pooping Your Life Away." Right. Now you're pooping your life away, and she's like, "Oh my god, shut up!" <laughs> and I thought that that was the most hilarious thing ever. Right. Mm. So I posted it. She doesn't have a TikTok, mind you. She didn't. She didn't have one. So yeah. it went viral, and I don't say anything. But then there was a time where she was late for work. I had woken her up four times, guys. <laughs> I woke her up four times, right? And I said, and she went, ah. you know how some women are not happy campers when they wake up. Yeah. Do one of these. And I was like, all right. So I didn't know what to do. She had to get up for work, you know? So I just took the karaoke machine, put the camera <laughs> up, and I was like, I put the camera up, not for like the video purpose. I put it up just in case I was going to get hurt I had you know so I was like there's evidence mm. your honor look look at the tape yeah. and I did the video she got mad I posted it I went to bed my friend calls me hey man you're massively viral on Twitter I was like I don't have a Twitter he's like well you better wake up I was like what video and I forgot what video could go up and then I saw it and I immediately packed my bags and went to my mother's house <laughs> I was there for several hours before she realized what was going on. And man, I got an earful. And even now I have videos that are so hilarious, but I can never post it because I know it would probably like ruin my relationship. So I'm not even going to bother. I'm very careful. Yeah. It's funny that you can tell they're not staged because I, I relate to some of your videos in, in the way, because I do stuff to wind my wife up. And you, you know what it's like, you say something and you just wait for the reaction to just... <laughs> <laughs> and I can tell by the way that your wife or your partner reacts that you don't stage that. It's because no, there's 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 ones where I oh man, I wish I could show you. <laughs> there's, there's somewhere the reaction was so crazy and so perfect, like comedic gold that I was like, oh, I want to release this so bad. Yeah, but, you know, I, I, at the same time, I'm not. I don't want to become famous for the guy who bothers his girlfriend. You know, so. I, I, I was like, look, I make music. Yeah. I'm also a funny guy. Like, I'm an actor. I'm a comedian. Like, I like to do other stuff. Yeah. Like, Jamie Foxx. Like, Jamie Foxx is somebody I look up to. Yeah. And, but I want to be taken seriously for my music. And then well, what, what happened was, I'm sorry. What, what were you yeah, no, I was going to I was going to say, there's, there's, loads of, there's loads of people that prank their girlfriends and prank their wives. But the yeah. fact that you, you throw in the music and the songs that you've written, the songs are brilliant. My, God, my I just had your... This, I can't find it anywhere, so maybe you you can help me out and find where it is. But the, the sober song, uh, by my dad. That's about my dad. brilliant. That stuff. Like, I've only listened to the first like minute or so that you've got on TikTok, yeah. but I, I couldn't find it on any of your download sites. So uh, I don't know if you're aware. That, that was a that's a song I'm still struggling to like know if I want to like release. Right. It is really it's it's about my dad. You know. Um, oh, cool. good. Really and, good. It was kind of like there was a there was a point when my when me and my dad we didn't speak, and it was because of you know his drinking. My dad did something that I love my dad, but he did something that was so messed up, but also super hilarious. Right, we're in the car. Me and my brother are in the car with him, and we're taking him for a drive. And we're having like this intervention. Like, Dad, you need to stop drinking. And my brother is super emotional. My little brother is very emotional. He's a, just that's just how he is. He'll cry. 
if the wind blows a certain way, right? So he's with my dad and he's like, dad, do you love me? And my dad's like, of course I love you. I love you, God damn it, I love you. He's like, then throw that beer out right now. And my dad says, you want me to throw this beer out? My brother's like, yeah, okay, who does it? My brother's face lights up, kind of like yours, lights up. And then my dad reaches down and goes, <laughs> Absolute legend. <laughs> and I immediately I was like, oh wow, this guy's a genius. <laughs> you know, like, and my brother's like, Dad, I thought you get some drinking. You said throw that beer out. I have another one. And I was just like, wow. Like, I was like, you can't get mad at him for that. But there was a there was a, a thing where me and my dad we got into it. And I, I kind of like we we parted ways and I didn't really want to talk to him. And, and I know he didn't want to talk to me. And I was hurt. And my girl. My girl, so I saw I have P, I have CPTSD, is complex PTSD. I, w I witnessed some things uh, younger that I guess I had blocked out, and you know, uh, last year I was diagnosed with um, CPTSD. So huh. it's been a an interesting turn of events for me, like trying to deal with this and stay. I'm sorry if you guys hear that car alarm outside, but trying, <laughs> trying to deal with having PTSD and and now dealing with this new platform I'm on. It's been it's been a struggle, and and part of the reason I wasn't sure if I wanted to do music was because now that I knew I had PTSD, I didn't want anyone to judge me on that. Yeah, or to say oh he's crazy, or, and and it was giving me so much anxiety, and it's making me so worked up. I woke up from a really bad dream, had an episode, and my girl said, "Hey, why don't you write about what you're going through?" She says, "Why don't you write about everything you're going through? Yeah, whatever relationship you've been in, whatever ex girlfriend, whatever." You're going through a PTSD, whatever you went through with your father, your mom, just write about it. Get it off your chest. So I, I started with um, PTSD, and immediately the, the fans, everyone was just like gravitating towards like, hey, we respect you for this. Thank you for being an advocate. Thank you for speaking on our behalf. And then I was like, well, let me let me talk about my dad. And Sober got the same reaction. And then, then I realized, okay, if I'm going to do music, I'm going to only do it because I want to heal. Yeah, and People love it great if they don't it's for me it's for mm. me to heal you know i have a hundred years to live if i'm lucky i'm going to try and live the best life i can i yeah. think and that's where i was at i think um that's, that's what you can tell with your music so um i'm trying not to be a fangirl right now but <laughs> I, watched, I watched all your like your videos and your music and stuff but you can tell that there's that sincerity and the genuineness behind the lyrics People can make music for, for reactions. They can make it to, you know, blend in with the times, etc. You get somebody write about PTSD. It's just so relatable to so many people. It's incredible. It's incredible. And it's like, congratulations. It's an amazing song, by the way. I, I, didn't, I didn't know at the time people were going to relate. I thought, you know, I was just going to be chased into the woods with pitchforks and stuff. I just didn't know. So. No, it's, it's really, really good. So I'm ex-military, so I, I went through a few things at that time and then when this song comes and i heard it and i was like wow hang on start that again and again and i'll probably listen to it maybe three or four times back to back it was just really good so yeah, Glad yeah, I had appreciate yeah. it because <laughs> the, the, there's, there's one thing isn't there there's one thing singing lyrics that you've not written or even if you have written and there's another thing bearing your soul and i think that really comes out in your in your music and i think that's why it's it is so relatable because oh, especially now so many people are struggling over the past two years um you know 
the struggles become real for a lot of people and people that didn't even know what mental health problems were are now starting to realize that well people aren't always life isn't all rosy right yeah so i think if people can people can relate to your music it's it's only going to be you know it's only going to be be better for better for everyone better for you um and yeah you, your music will come across so much better i think that's where we can see the personality don't we in the videos and stuff like the ones that you do and you post you, you see that actually it's a, a genuine person like they're going through the yeah. same things even the the quirky ones you sing about like everyone goes through that and i, I know probably 90 percent of us would love to be able to pick up a, an instrument and sing about stuff but it's when you do it you, you sort of you capture all of that yeah. It's really good. I, I told myself I, I wanted to be as honest as possible. Mm -hmm. It and comes across. Whether, yeah, and whether that was, you know, my downfall or my uplift, whatever it was, as long as I can live with it, I was going to be happy. Yeah. 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 One of the things we, we I was going to ask you, actually, is because we talk a lot on this podcast about the pitfalls of social media and how, you know, it, it can be such a negative tool um, to beat people with. Um, obviously, you've blew up on the back of social media so you've seen the positive side of it but i imagine there's also come a lot maybe not a lot but certainly some negativity on the back of on the back of what you've put out and comments and stuff how do you deal with that i tell everybody kiss my ass um, <laughs> so here, here's the truth like nobody breathes for me mm. nobody wakes up in the morning and, and struggles with what i'm struggling with no one no one is i mean yeah i i i, I am doing well in music, but I, I can't say that music pays for everything because that's not the case. You know, I made really smart investments with cryptocurrency super early. Yeah. So my whole thing was, you know, when someone is like, oh, I know somebody that can do it better. Well, go listen to them. This isn't <laughs> for you. Like, I don't care for stuff like that. I feel like if you're going to go out of your way to make someone's day worse, your life must be shitty as fuck, you know? And if you can't take what I'm giving you is a platform where you can, hey, Build a community, build friends, see that there are people that are struggling with the same problems that you're struggling with and actually feel less alone. Then you know what? That I don't have room for you in my life. I will yeah. always have an ear. I'll listen to you and you'll always have you'll always be welcome. But you can't bring that in with you. Like I'm not going to have someone affect the beauty that comes with life. I've, I've seen really bad things and really beautiful things. Yeah. And I think the the main thing for anyone who's meeting, anyone who's a creator, anyone who's trying to not let you can't think that this person's opinions aren't facts opinions no. aren't facts so if your words no matter how positive or negative are not keeping my lights on i'm not going to stress about what you say and majority of the time people will get on my live they'll say something stupid and i don't block them yeah i engage and i make jokes right away because hey man i'm gonna only upset you more because you're not gonna get to me you know but uh, at the beginning, did it bother you at all, or did, is that because? Because I, I, I've got to be honest. When we started doing this, like we would get some negative comments, and at first I was a bit like, huh, it bothered, "I'll be honest, it bothered me a little bit." But then I learned, like it didn't take me long, but I learned to just go water off a duck's back, not bothered. Like, yeah, whatever. I was like, I don't. There was there was someone who said uh, something about um, my my culture. Because they didn't understand where I was from, you know. Then nobody knows that I'm mixed. Everybody thinks I'm um, Armenian, you know. No one, no one knows what I really am. So I had to tell people. And sometimes when someone says something that's like, "You're trying to start something big," I immediately Facetime them, and we have that conversation. 
I'm like, hey, what's up? And they're like, oh my god, I had no idea you were first. Like, I was like, I see you talking shit in my comments. You know? <laughs> I see that. Like that. <laughs> and that. usually that's the reaction I get. Like they start laughing. Sometimes it's like comments just come off across the wrong way because it's like it's yeah. a message. It's a written message. You don't understand the energy behind it. So I clarify those things. But a majority of the time, no, I'm not. I'm not really affected because I had. I grew up with nothing, and everything I do have, I did on my own. It didn't come from the help of millions of people. It was from my own. Yeah. Now, everything I'm getting now, I'm grateful for. I don't call them fans. I call them my family because I I randomly check up on people that follow me. I I randomly call people. Hey, how's how you feeling today? And they're like, what the why X is calling? What the I'm like, dude. I'm like your brother. Like, talk to me. And yeah. I randomly do that. I'm also trying to set up a platform where like NFTs where people who purchase my music, they purchase my art, they can also resell it and make money from my art. So it's just I don't want it to be a, a place where it's um so one sided. I'm here and you're there. I don't I don't believe in that. I believe in investing in people. So yeah. I, I remind myself people have shitty days. I know I have. I know I've acted out of pocket when I was upset sometimes. And I can't think that maybe this person is is vengeful towards me maybe this person just had a really bad day yeah you know? yeah that's the thing isn't it we we, we go through that of, it takes so much effort to be negative <laughs> you know it to does. be angry all the time so it does when you see so what like marco was saying when we started getting some some comments on some of the videos and things we were doing you just think like really have you got nothing better to do with your day we've never commented back we never sort of called them out it was just a case of we actually feel sorry for them. Like, if that's what you're spending your time doing. Like, well, you should do though. You should tell them if they're ever saying if they're coming at you crazy. He's like, "Hey, man, did you poop today? <laughs> did you take a shit?" Because most, I, I'm willing to bet nine out of nine out of ten times, no one has pooped yet, and they're feeling a little frustrated. You know, I was like, "Did you poop? Did you have breakfast? Are you sexually frustrated? You know, like there's always something, but like." Make sure to start with that. Did you poop today? Go take a poop and then, you know, redact your comment. But I'm <laughs> sure, like, that's mostly what it is. Yeah. Well, so I watched a, a recent live of yours. I think it was maybe two days ago. I think you, you were talking about the, the the money that artists receive from the companies like Spotify and, and companies like that. I was, like, shocked. to. I think you said it was something like... 0.0004p or something for every zero 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 four five. Like, yeah. And if you if you Google streaming what streaming services pay out, it's shit money. How do they get away with that? I'm sorry. How do they get away with that? It's it's us. We we're the ones doing it. You can't blame. So if I make a platform where I'm saying, hey, you can listen to all types of music right here. And and I and I promise these artists, oh, I'm gonna put you on playlisting. Oh wow, all the people are going there to listen to all this music, so I'll get a chance to show my music to everyone. But what people are forgetting is like, yeah, you'll show your music, but do you know how much it costs to make a record? It's yeah. like this. This was a really this was this is a lot of this stuff that I'm doing is coming out of my pocket, right? And it's like, at one point, my girl was like, hey, you know, you're a little crazy. <laughs> I was like, you're right, it is. To get the equipment, to get the knowledge, to to, you know, and then you have people who do certain things, some mix and master, some engineer. So now I do all that. I produce, mix and master everything myself because it's like it's too much money, you know. Yeah. We charge you two to three grand for something. Some people will charge you thirty bucks, and it's like mm, it's not the great. 
greatest quality. <laughs> so it's like it costs a lot. And then when you when you think about these streaming platforms, we're the ones doing it because we want so many things easily accessible. Yeah. So the times where buying records is, is no longer a thing. But then I started thinking with NFTs. Well, NFTs is interesting because you can buy a record. It's like NFTs is like, let's say you bought a pair of Michael Jordan sneakers before he blew up and he signed them. Mm. And that was like a physical NFT. And then he blows up. Now you have this physical NFT that you bought off him for like a dollar or five bucks. That's worth millions now. Mm -hmm. And you can resell that. You know, so not only does Michael Jordan make money from his sneakers, but you make money from Michael Jordan sneakers. And now the fan also makes money with the the, the investment that they made in, in the art. Right. And there's no more middlemen. And when you think about middlemen, you think about these big labels and you think about these conglomerates that they they give you loans. So when you yeah. when you streaming on Spotify, it takes 200 streams for one artist to make a dollar. But it might it might have cost me fifteen hundred dollars to make my album. Or make one record, and and I I, I I need somebody to listen to my record tons of times yeah. to get some sort of money back. But the one thing I wasn't the one thing I wasn't gonna do was like not showcase my music. And, and it was weird because I started selling my music. I sold PTSD first, and and it was because I'm so against streaming. You know, I was like oh, I'm gonna sell it. And you be I know some actors, and I'm not gonna say their names. That I've become friends with ever since. Like I've become friends with a lot of big name people now, and they would they would say, "Hey, go see the movie. Don't stream it." But they would say that to me, you know. And I was yeah. like, wow, "It must be really serious because it takes a lot of time and energy and money, and you're not making such a great living off of it." That's why a lot of these amazing artists that you hear one time don't ever come back. You know, it's like, hey, it just wasn't working. You know, these streaming services they don't pay out. And they also don't pay you the full amount of copyrights that you deserve. It's supposed to be six. They paid three out of those six. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. So what happened was, you know, you're getting, I was like, well, I'm going to sell PTSD. And everyone's like, oh, you're crazy. No one is going to download it. No one. And I was like, well, I got to try because otherwise we can't change this narrative. You know, if you had a million fans and all they did was buy one song for $1, you can have the freedom to create and do so much more instead of being tied down to a bank or a label because they gave you a loan that you're going to have to pay back plus more. Yeah. And more on top of that, because on the, on the back end, they're doing things for your music, like marketing and stuff like that, that is going to be coming out of your pocket. So it's like, and then you get tied into another advance and another advance and another advance. And then next, you know, you're, you're a slave to the industry. But yeah. then I said, I think people will download it. To my surprise, bro, we ended up being like uh, fifth place in Amazon downloads and, and 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 iTunes. Like we were like killing it, and I was like, there was one part where I was above the weekend. I was like, what? I sold. Yeah. I know I didn't sell more records in the weekend, but I sold more Amazon. Yeah. So, yeah. And and everyone was shocked, but then people were people were hitting me up from different parts of the country, parts of the world where I can't get it. We don't have that here. And that didn't sit well with me. So I, 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 me and my girl decided we're just gonna release it because people need need to heal. Yeah. Um. And and laugh and everything. But I spoke to my team. We are getting ready to to do NFTs. Um. The idea behind it was I told my my team was like, listen. I told her, and even on my live, I said I'm gonna start releasing NFTs so that not only I make money, you make money. 
and I have the freedom to keep creating things. A lot of these artists, sometimes they have amazing music they can never release because the label will say, oh, that's not part of the times right now. Yeah. You, the fans, will not get to hear what your favorite artist gets to do because they're tied down. But mm. you can give them the freedom, and not only that, but you can own a piece of that art and resell it and make money off of it. That's amazing. So, yeah, that's the new wave. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to just put my music out. I have over 400 songs. I'm going to put my music out, build the buzz, build it, build it, and then I'm going to drop these series of albums. And it's yeah. only going to be dedicated to the people who, who are my fans. I don't care if it's a million people or 10,000 people. Now we get to make money together. Yeah. And that's the way it should be. Well, we can't I, I, wait for the song for Nobody Cares About That. I mean, no pressure. It's just, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm inspired. I might just do that. <laughs> it's, it's so interesting though, how it works. And I, don't, I don't think a lot of people realize how it works. Have you ever, have you ever watched the boy band con? Uh, I have seen a little bit of that. Well, especially with like one where I saw where uh, Backstreet Boys and and Sync and Sync, yeah. Yeah, so it's about basically, just won't bore everyone with it, but it's about their manager and how they basically took all. So they, I think they were like platinum, they've sold out arenas, and he went and sat them down one uh, one day after about two years in to cut them a check. And they were all sat there thinking, we're going to get loads. I think they got $15,000 each. And no, they were it was like, like 10 Was it 10 Was it 10 Yeah. I think it was like $10. Was, it that, was that what it was? Well, it wasn't a lot. And it wasn't like, a lot at all. And they were like, and he said, oh, well, you know, the planes and the food and this and that. Stuff that they didn't ask for is stuff that he was just spending yeah. money on. Mm -hmm. But it's like that. Like, you think it's like this thing called the books. Oh, well, this is how much it costs for photography, for videos, for this and that. I, I remember I got into an argument with someone. I was like, hey, I need a music video. He's like, all right, it's going to be 20 grand. I said, you can go kick rocks. <laughs> like, what do you, I can't give you 20 grand right now. He's like, hey, man, that's what it is. You know, if you want a great video that's really going to get a lot of views, it's 20 grand. And that's not true. A $20,000 video doesn't give you a lot of views. You might as well spend $1,000 on a video and then $19,000 on marketing, right? Yeah. It's not true. And especially when I'm doing videos on my iPhone <laughs> yeah. and getting views, don't tell me it takes $20,000. You can get great quality from a nice Sony S7 or something, and then it's just about editing and how yeah. you tell the story and authenticity, being very honest. And I'm tired of people being manipulated to think you need you need billions of dollars and millions of dollars to 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 start something, dude. I, I started something with my iPhone. Yeah. You guys have this oh. podcast. I'm loving this podcast right now. This is great energy. So it's like, I refuse to believe. If you got good energy and you're honest, and people will engage, people will support you. Yeah. Don't fall into the hype. Don't get me wrong. If this person's a great videographer, great. You know, they should charge what they want to charge. That's of course understandable, right? But the way I see it is. If you go to Pier 1, I don't want to shout out the placements. I'm not getting advertisement for this or anything. I'm not getting money for this. They're not paying me to say this. But if you go to like Pier 1 and you buy a, a canvas art, it's like $300. And it's not the original art. It's a printed version of it. But it's yeah. $300. I was like, you're telling me they have thousands of these that they're selling for $300. But I have to, I have to stream my song for less than a penny. <laughs> <laughs> and that is insane. That's why... Yeah. I, I remember the protests with Red Hot Chili Peppers and, and Metallica. Everyone was protesting against Napster, against streaming and stuff. And you don't realize the, the damage that it can cause until you're in it, you know? Yeah. But God, Naps there are ways around it. Naps is a word I've not heard in a long, long time. That's I stream my stuff on Napster too. I'm like, dude, I just got to – whoever needs it, you can get it. I, I figured, you know what? 
I'm going to build this buzz as big as I can. Yeah. I have celebrities reaching out, wanting to do music. And I'm always like, here's my number. If you're serious, hit me up. But I'm not yeah. going to let you slow my momentum. Right. Yeah. But then I told, and I told my team, I was like, I'm never going to be the guy that takes money from people and doesn't leave them with something. And he always said, but you're leaving them with music and an experience. It's like, it's not enough. Yeah. I want to leave them with quality of life. Hmm. I feel like if everyone had quality of life, there'd be less to fight about. Yeah, hundred percent. It'd be a nice place. I watched um, I watched your uh, your Thriller vibes the other night, like when oh, you were doing that, you were making that. Wolves? Yeah, but it just goes to show what you're saying. You know, you, you can you can make something if if you can you can do it yourself, and yeah. you did that. And I was watching it, and I was thinking, like, this guy's a wizard. What's he doing? It was awesome. I'm surprised you were on watching that like that 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 like seriously humbles me right now like because i did i did the i did the record because i was just you know i was like damn we don't have a another thriller you know yeah. like, we don't have that and and i was you know i was calling my my, my manager i was calling my day i was like bro he's like oh you know like it's thriller nothing nothing will be Nothing will be better than Thriller, just like nothing will be like Christmas time is coming. So you already know Mariah Carey is going to be all over the radio station. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, what if I make a really, really funny song about Christmas and like, you know, buying gifts for people you don't like and going, <laughs> you know, spending money. And, and he's like, he's like, bro, that's that's a risk because, you know, like you, you got so many things to compete with. My whole thing is like one different one though. It just takes one different. It takes one. It takes one to like shift the mindset. So I'm literally working on a Christmas song oh, that I hope will be the next. All I want for Christmas is you. Like the next Mariah Carey one is like back to back. Like as soon as you're done hearing hers, you hear the funny version, or you hear something else. I'm 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 working on that. Yeah, listen, I think that the Christmas number one in the UK last year was about sausage rolls. So <laughs> <laughs> it can be done. <laughs> That, that's how that's how the UK gets now with Christmas. We are <laughs> we're, we're more about the sausage rolls in the presents now. Yeah. I think I think the record you were talking about is 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 is, is this one right here. Um, I don't know if it's in my head. It was that way, yeah. and then you had your little um, your little video war with uh, Matteo. <laughs> yeah, man, we, we, we argue a lot. I don't know if you guys watch that. We argue a lot. It's usually about his hairline. He can't get over it. You know, he's, I try to, I try to, the reason I joke about his hairline is so that he could just let it go. <laughs> you need to, you need to let it go. You need to accept the fact that it's okay. Like, it's okay. Like, I feel like we, we fight to keep things that we don't need to keep to be good, like happy. And, you know, so I, I posted a picture of him um, with like new hair. I don't know if you guys saw it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I say, and uh, so I mean, he'll, he'll probably he'll probably get you for this, get you back for it. But let's finish. <laughs> let's finish with his knobbly knees, the clickety clack. Dude, <laughs> that was the best. Dude, you got his, his wife in on it though. That was amazing. oh, she's she's she's. We've been talking. We've been in conversation. <laughs> she keeps waiting for him to get off guard when he's wearing shorts or something, so she can get pictures of these kneecaps. When I'm talking to you, my man's has no kneecaps. Like it's just ankle. It's just one long ankle. It's like there's no knees, you know. I'm talking about his legs are so skinny. 
<laughs> I, I, I understand now why he sits when he pees. And I'm sorry, Mateo, we're talking about you. <laughs> we're talking about you live right now. But, you know, he, he should know better than to put me on a podcast. I'm going to say whatever. But <laughs> just, you know, when I did that video where it's like, um, please don't leave the door open where he was pooping. <laughs> you know, what was shocking to me was I thought he was pooping. He definitely was passing gas because I could smell. I was like, the door's open. And then he tells me, when he told me, I wasn't even pooping, I was peeing. When he said that, like, my brain exploded. Like, all the neurons in my brain were like, jokes, 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 jokes. Like, And I was shocked to, to find that out. I was like, you're a grown, you're like a 6'2", grown-ass man. Yeah. But I, I guess maybe it makes sense because he's so tall he, and he, if he misses, I get that, right? It's just not a good look. I, I like. The, I just like. I think the dynamic between you and from what you see again, it, it just pulls you back to that normality of you know, you're not up your own ass. You're not like, oh, I'm some sort of big time person now. Like oh, that's it. And it's so. I think it's just humbling to watch that genuine, happy, funny people. And it's yeah, it's really, no, really good. So stay we, that way. We crack jokes on each other when I when this family reunions we get in a in a roast circle. My brothers and everybody, we just like, oh, all right, well, <laughs> you haven't been able to see straight since you were born. Like, we'll just like start, you know, getting yeah. faces. Like, well, wrapping up, mate. Um, look, um, where can where can people see you live? Do you get out live much? Like, is, is that is that something that you you do? No, I haven't been doing any live performances yet, but we've been talking about doing that. I just want to get more music out there first. Yeah. Uh, I, I used to do live performance, but you know now I'm like I'm trying to build it a little differently. I want to make sure that the people that come know what they're walking into. You know, like, yeah. hey man, this guy was talking about penises and titties. I don't know what you know. Just know what you're walking into when you come into my show. <laughs> so I told I told my like let's let's build the brand, and that way when there's a line around the block, I won't feel so scared to perform to these people with my crazy comedy yeah. music and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, well, look, we, we look forward to that because we, we we pop over to the states quite a bit. Like I say, we've got a friend in the, we've got a friend in in New York. We we're both Dallas Cowboys fans as well. I don't know if that's for some people. It's uh, we beat the, we beat the Giants the other night though, so uh, uh, we won't <laughs> we say much about that. that win. Yeah, my, my aunt's a Dallas Cowboys fan. I don't really watch sports, but I always make fun of Dallas Cowboys just to see how mad she gets. <laughs> yeah but i suppose my point was when you do get out live we'd love to we'd love to come over we'll come and watch because we, we do yeah. we do get stateside yeah man i would love to hang out with you guys you guys are in for a treat hanging out with me is a whole mateo doesn't hang out with me anymore because <laughs> I, I wonder why I wonder just, why. jokes just keep flying at him and stuff but it's only him because mateo you know he he's taller than me so immediately he thinks you know he can just talk about my height if i'm gonna get offended <laughs> yeah no but look um so where can people find your music uh why where can where can people download your songs um yeah let people yeah, know um, so this is uh there's this small bodega around the corner um i've been selling my bootleg cds no i'm joking uh, you can find my music everywhere spotify apple music itunes deezer i don't even know what that is but you can find it on there and yeah. if you can't for some reason access my music you can hit me up on Instagram or you can hit up at good guy media group and bother his ass and ask him <laughs> how to get the music, but it's on all streaming platforms. I do recommend for those who are watching, support your artists, download their music and stream it if you want to, but, but 
download their music and they're yeah. making music for you guys. Because I downloaded your, I downloaded your songs the other day on the back of you you saying about I didn't even it didn't even occur to me that you should download people's songs. I was thinking. Yeah, like what? How do we? I don't even know how to do it. I was like, how do we do that now? So I went on iTunes, downloaded it from iTunes. Um, but yeah, people need to support support artists and people. Look, we we're enjoying your journey. We we we'll be a fan. We'll continue to listen. We'll continue to watch, and hopefully, more people will continue to download. And we look, we, we wish you all the success for the future. I'm sure you're definitely gonna you're gonna achieve everything you need to. I mean, who knows? I might win a, a Grammy for the funniest vagina song or whatever <laughs> i'm not even going to start with that because we, we are running out of time but yeah what a song yeah. <laughs> thank you yes that's been added to the playlist yeah. <laughs> listen appreciate your time yx thank, thank you for you coming on much. and uh yeah look let's, let's say we'll, we'll we'll keep we'll keep an eye out on what, what you do and where you go and hopefully we'll be there front row when you do go live thank you guys thank appreciate you very much. it all right guys